Hello everyone, it's Kerrigan from Advice with Karen Nay. I'm back with my third edition of my podcast this week. So, um, I've kind of used this podcast as an update platform and yeah, pretty much just like life updates and more specifically I had an episode about my US prison pen pal in the past. So this week I think I'm just gonna continue with the theme of just a little mini life update for anyone who would like to listen. Um, So since last time I made a podcast, things with online learning and, you know, coronavirus cases have been, I would say, decently, like, stagnant. I mean, I don't, from my perspective, I live in Topeka, Kansas. I feel as though things are not getting any worse but at the same time they're not getting any better like I feel like I haven't really heard any positive news but there hasn't been overwhelmingly negative news either if that makes any sense like I feel like it hasn't been super bad or getting better at all which kind of sucks but um for myself personally the past week has been very crazy so I'm going to update you guys on that. So, um, I'll start last Friday. It would have been not, not a few days ago, Friday, but the Friday before that. Um, so my dad, I wake up that morning and my dad is at home and I was very weirded out because my dad works shifts, so he works 12-hour shifts, and he um, he switches every other month from days to nights. So he was supposed to go back to days on Friday. So he should have been at work from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Friday. And I woke up to him talking to me. And my dad is really, you know, light and nice and He's pretty much like the comic relief of our household. So I opened my eyes that morning and then he was like, oh, hey, COVID-19. Like he called me that. I don't know why. He's just weird. But he's been, you know, kind of like just kind of it sounds bad. I know some people don't want people to make jokes about this, but my dad's very comical. And so he said that and I didn't really think anything of it. And then I was like, wait a second. Why are you home right now? And he said that blank blank a guy from his work had tested positive for the coronavirus and I was very like shook about this typically on my online learning days since I've been home I wake up at about 9 30 9 45 and then I usually jump straight into learning and doing schoolwork in the mornings but that day it was around 7 30 whenever my dad um woke me up and I was like what the heck someone at his job has coronavirus and for those of you who may be from Topeka or the surrounding Topeka area my dad is a employee at a cellophane factory in Tecumseh Kansas so um the WIBW which is the Topeka news had put out a little um blurb like you know, a Tecumseh factory has coronavirus victim or whatever. Yeah, that was my dad's job, if anyone has seen that article. 
So my dad does not have coronavirus as of right now, but he, um, the man who was diagnosed with coronavirus from his job, my dad is a shift manager. So he is pretty much the boss of the production department for his shift when he's at work. So there are four different shift managers for four different shifts that they have. And my dad is a shift manager. So when he is at work, he's in charge of production, the production team. So he has, mm, I'm trying to think, I did an internship at his job over the summer. And there are, um, if I'm remembering correctly, there's four different departments, VMA, coding, casting, and um, slitting. Oh, wrapping pack too. So there's like five or six departments. But he's in charge of all of the employees when he's there that are in that are doing production so my dad works there and the man who was diagnosed was um in a one of those uh, four or five areas and my dad is has to go to that dude's um area four or five times a shift to talk to him make sure that um, the guy's machine is working properly and get some measurements and see how the film is running and all that. So my dad works in pretty close contact with this man. And because this man was on, <coughs> excuse me, is on my dad's shift. My dad was the one who ended up having to send the guy home. And, um, so my dad was very, very close in proximity with the guy who had tested positive for coronavirus so that day last friday he got sent home from work on quarantine for two weeks and that was kind of crazy because like whoa (laughs) like i feel like everyone says oh wow this like at least from my personal experience i haven't been close to anyone and or anything you know but both of my parents are considered essential workers because my mom um, she works at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas, and then my dad works out at the um, cellophane plant, and those are both essential jobs. So my dad gets sent home, and then the following day, he gets a call from the plant manager at his job, and the plant manager says, because of what Governor Kelly, Governor Kelly had put out a um, little press statement or whatever, and it said that they want to get essential workers to continue working even if they may have been in close contact with someone who tested positive if that makes sense I don't know the official thing that she put out but that is what my dad's shift man or my dad's plant manager told him so they said Kenny which is my dad's name if you feel comfortable you are well and able to come back to work if you don't feel comfortable that's fine we can keep you on the 14 day quarantine and we'll see you after so my dad being my dad immediately he's like okay that's fine I'll come back I'll be in tomorrow whatever and then my dad's see so that was the plant manager who called him but then my dad's boss um he called my dad and he was not trying to persuade my dad one way or the other but he told him you know if you come in tomorrow after everyone knows that you've been sent home, there are going to be some people in distress, especially because we've had a positive case and you were around that guy. And my dad still was like, okay, I understand if it's, if it, if I get there and it becomes a problem for anyone, then I will 
you know, go back home. And it wasn't. I mean, the next day, I remember I was actually on a Zoom call um, doing some homework with some people from one of my classes. And I looked at our family group text around 11 o'clock. And there was a message from my dad that said the Johnson County um, Public Safety or whoever they are wanted my dad to be on the 14-day quarantine. So basically the Johnson County people decided that um, my dad needed to be at home along with anyone who worked near that guy, who took the machine from that guy at shift change. Um, There were a few maintenance workers who were put off of work because of their contact with that man. So it's just been a little bit crazy because, I mean, I think when you don't, when you don't know the risks or you haven't been around anyone, you're like, okay, this is kind of stupid. Like we're just sitting at home, yada, yada, yada. But then my dad was around this guy. So like, it's kind of like, okay, my dad could have coronavirus, which he has not showed any signs or symptoms. None of us in my household have showed any signs, signs or symptoms at this point. And my dad will get off of quarantine um, the 18th. So we still have about a week left, but yeah. So it's just been a little bit crazy around my house just with that. And because my dad went on quarantine, my mom was traveling to work every day, but she also got put at quarantine from to work from home. So it went from it just being my brother, who is also a Baker student, to and myself at home during the days, most of the time, to my mom, dad, brother, and myself at home, all trying to work off of the same Wi-Fi, all trying to, you know, keep as functional as possible. And it's just been really hard. And, um, I mean, I think the boredness, like the being at home bored all day has started to set in for a lot of us because we have played probably 500 games of Monopoly (laughs) within the past two weeks. And I suck at Monopoly. I've won zero games. Um, That kind of brings me to a little mini prison pal update. Um, If you listen to my first podcast, you know that I have a U.S. prison pen pal. His name is Jonathan. He is a really great person. He's um, in a North Carolina prison. And, um, yeah, I write him letters. He writes me letters. Um, yeah, so he is actually in the process. Well, he was in the process of moving to a new facility. And um, the coronavirus actually put that on a hold, which does suck because he was expecting to be able to move this like the middle of March. But um, now it's looking about eight more weeks before he can move, which really sucks because, you know, he's ready to go to a new place. But um, he has been talking to me a lot um, since everything went down. We had an incident where one of my letters was just stuck in the mailroom for like two weeks. So he got it really late. And so that kind of put a pause on our communication. But everything has been pretty constant. We've been writing a lot of letters to each other just you know being having our um our friendship just develop pretty well um he is a great person I I know that some people don't really understand the situation or why I would want to 
be in contact with someone who is incarcerated, but I really enjoy it, and I hope that maybe even if people don't understand why I would do that, they at least have, you know, a respect for it and know that I have really good intentions, you know, and I just wanted to be a light for somebody because I know that it sounds, it's, this is going to sound kind of bad, but being stuck in the house all day, especially now I'm technically quarantined just as the rest of my family, I can't leave. It's made me have a lot of empathy for people who are incarcerated. And like, I know that he did, like, he makes no excuses. He did something that was a horrible mistake and, and he was young and, you know, he did something bad. He's in jail for a reason. But I just still have a lot of empathy for those people because, you know, it's a sucky life. Like, jail is not fun, I'm sure. And so, I mean, if I can make someone stay better or help someone out, then I'm more than happy to do that. But, yeah, that's pretty much a little mini life update for me right now. Um, I'm just going day by day, trying to keep on a good schedule. I've been waking up around 8.30, 9-ish. Um, I started a Bible study with one of my friends, so I've been doing that at 9 in the morning so I can stay on a pretty consistent routine. I have been drinking a lot of coffee, like probably way too much, at least like three cups in the morning, but my parents are crazy coffee drinkers too, so we've been going through about four pots a day between all of us, but... Um, yeah, I've been doing that, and then I try and do my homework. I recently restarted Grey's Anatomy, so maybe my next episode can be about that because I have had so much fun rewatching this show. Um, I don't know how many of you guys watch it, but I know recently um, Alex Kreb left the show, and he moved to Baldwin City and like mailed a letter to some of the cast members or the you know characters on the show from Baldwin City and that was just really cool and it made me want to restart especially because I have a list on my phone and I have watched so many movies and I finished The Vampire Diaries again for like the sixth time. I have just been really watching a lot of stuff. I finished a painting. I've just been doing a lot of artistic stuff so that's been really nice. Um, I do not, I'm not happy about this coronavirus thing, but I do think that it's given a lot of people an opportunity to just take a breather from life and just gather themselves and get the mental health and all the other care for themselves that they might need. Um, Yeah, so I think with that, I'm probably going to end this episode. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this little life update. Um, I'm sad that we're not having radio shows regularly anymore because I know that Ajane and I really enjoyed those but I hope that everyone is well and safe and healthy and I look forward to my next podcast bye guys